Welcome to Talking to Myself. I am Myra Kay, and I'm here with Hanky Quattro and Chip. I am a 20-plus year communication professor who doesn't profess to know it all, hence the name Talking to Myself, because I will walk right out of these doors and do everything wrong. Well, here we are. Today is what? March 7th. We're right around the corner from our one year anniversary of launching our podcast. We're right, right around the corner from the one year anniversary of us being sent home because of COVID-19 and just being on complete and total lockdown. And what I've been seeing on social media is just people have been reflecting on what, where we were last year, where they are this year and how things have changed. And that kind of prompted me to think about some differences, even though we've been talking about it all year on the podcast. I was just thinking today about what changes have we made that you know, really did make a difference in that we, we want to continue to kind of keep in the rotation. And so I started thinking about some stuff and nothing sounded right. And I was just like, forget it. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. And then it hit me. It just popped in my head all of a sudden. And I thought about it. It was pets, you know. And I have to tell you, we now are a pet family. But prior to COVID-19, we were not. I mean, not mm-hmm. at all. Not at all. And let me just explain, just let me just go even deeper. So much so that when Hanky, who is now 23, almost 24 years old, was, I don't know, what, fifth grade or something like that? We had promised him that he could have a dog if he made the honor roll. And that's because he really wanted a dog bad. And it was like, okay, well, if you make the honor roll, you can, your, your dream can come true and you can have a dog. Yeah. So he didn't make the honor roll that year. I don't even know. He finally made it. It wasn't that year or the next year, but he finally did make the honor roll. Yeah. And he tried to roll back up in here talking about some, can I have a dog? And I was like, wait a minute now, the statute of limitations is up on the dog thing. You know, I, I, did, I, I said back fifth grade, not ninth grade, 10th grade, but it still stands to reason that all those years later, he still wanted a dog. And to me, the answer was no. And and what's weird about it is I actually had dogs growing up. I had a dog when I was like three or four years old. And then I had another dog. After that dog died, I got another dog when I was about six or seven. And the thing about it is, you know, that was the seventies. And so back then, the black people I knew and know had their dogs just outside. Dogs lived outside. They didn't mm. live in the house as family members and all of that. So this living in the house with everybody else dog thing is totally new to me. So I don't know how to handle it, deal with it. House training dogs, having dogs up in the bed and on the couch. That just really wasn't my jam because that's not how I was brought up or how I see things. But anyway, what we know is that, you know, people were stuck in COVID and people were feeling depressed and they were feeling sad and really kind of isolated. And, you know, a lot of, there's been a lot of research done, especially um, through the coming um, school. And they've done a lot to show that people really need pets because pets help with isolation, anxiety, and depression. Now, the research they've done has mostly been with senior citizens who deal with isolation. And now they've kind of you know, they're using it for those of us who have been isolated due to COVID and they're seeing that, yeah, this does still apply to really anyone. So when you think about it, one of the things that they're saying 
that pets are different than you know just humans is that first you know pets will let you just hold them and pet them so you have that tactile thing going whereas with you have a, a toddler a toddler's not gonna let you just pet them all day you know they're gonna try to get down run mm-hmm. they need a snack you gotta change a diaper here or there you know they're gonna get real cranky but a pet just never gets cranky mm-hmm. a pet will sit there and let you pet them all day and hug them and cuddle them and it's good for them it's good for you you know you feel good about it it's, it's good for everyone mm-hmm. the second part of that is that pets are kind of happy all the time. They don't know that COVID exists. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a toddler doesn't know that COVID exists either, but they're not letting you hold them and pet them all day either. But like a first grader does know maybe that they're not going to school or that or the things are different. Mm-hmm. But a pet has no idea. So that's like an escape for you. You know, you have this one little aspect of your life that doesn't know what else is going on in the rest of the world. And then another reason why people are really kind of, you know, gravitating toward pets is that pets force you to do things that you kind of didn't want or don't want to do when you're when you're going through isolation. So an example is if you have a pet, you have to take your dog out. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're in isolation and you're like running toward depression, anxiety and you have this pet who you love and you know, you got to take the pet out. It forces you to get up and take the pet out. Mm -hmm. If you have to walk your dog, it forces you to get up and walk your dog. So it's making you become a little bit more active. And if the weather is good, that's making you feel better. And so it's it's really improving your overall health, you know? And so that's really, when I think about it, and actually I know it, that's one of the reasons why I decided to get a pet after seeing Hanky get a pet. And I thought it made a difference in him. I thought, well, maybe it'll make a difference in Chip, you know, maybe he'll be happier with a pet. And what I noticed, even more so than Chip, I think I'm happier with the pet too because it really does make a difference in just what you're doing and how you're doing it. Even though I thought I was doing Chippy a favor, I think I did myself a favor more than I did him a favor. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to just, you know, defer to the guys. So, Hanky, tell us about the, the Paco story, how you got him and, you know, how he has changed things since COVID-19. Yeah, so, I mean, Paco was on the streets. Paco's a street dog. Yeah. And uh, he's real cute. But uh, <laughs> he was definitely a street dog. And uh, I was in Detroit at the time. My dad uh, said some dude pulled up on him. And he was like, this dog been walking around. He ain't got no home. I'm about to take him to the pound. And then uh, he ended up, uh, like, getting him. My dad was like, well, don't take him to the pound. Keep looking for a home. Right. Keep looking for a home for him. Right. If y'all don't find a home for y'all take him to the pan, y'all can bring him here. <laughs> you know, so the guy kept looking. I think he came back at like 10 o'clock that night. He was like, I ain't got no home for him. But next in the morning, he's going to the pan. Yeah. You know, so uh, my dad was like, all right, we'll take care of him. We'll try to find a home. So we ain't up trying to find a home, trying to see if he got chipped or anything. But uh, not none of that. And he didn't have nothing on him. He didn't come with nothing. So he was just a dog. And uh, now he has a nice home. Yeah. He was really skinny. He was really matted. Um, got him a bath and got him haircut. Yeah. Got him a bed and stuff. So he uh, he definitely gained some weight since then. He's definitely getting more comfortable. And, but uh, he's definitely a good boy. So. He is. He's one of the best dogs. He's very well behaved. He's like, you can tell he's appreciative too. Like, glad to be around. Like, thanks for giving me a dog bed. Thanks for the dog snacks. He's like super appreciative. <laughs> Yeah, he's the best. He's a good boy. And sweet, super sweet. Yeah. So, Chippy, when you think about it, did you ever think I was going to break down and get you a dog? So, tell us about that whole thing. Uh, No, I never thought I was going to get a dog until, like, 
I was groaning in my own house. <laughs> but uh, now I have like a small dog. His name is Cash. Um, and when I did get a dog, I always thought he was going to be like a bigger dog. Oh, so, okay. Okay. So you didn't think you were going to get a little tiny dog. You were like, okay, I'm going to get a big dog. Yeah. I okay. A bigger dog, but he's real cool. I never like had a puppy. He's like a baby. You know? Right. He's only three months. So, you know, he's still growing. Right. He gets bigger every day. Right. And he has a really big personality. Right. So, you know. And then the whole just taking care of it, you know, yeah. that's a big, that's a lot of responsibility. So that, you know, for you, you're 16. So I teach you responsibility. So that's the good part about it. And I, for me, at least, I think the, um, well, he's he's more on you than me. But even just the whole holding them and stroking them and all that kind of thing that part is very soothing when you think about you know the, the sadness the depression anxiety all of that kind of thing yeah. he really does help out with that because he's he's definitely a you know a sweetie but paco really is a netflix and chill dog that's the <laughs> one you want to netflix and chill because he definitely he'll sit next to you he'll let you hug him and you know if you're having a bad day that's who you want to call is paco because he's definitely gone he's he's your ride or die right there he'll sit next to you the whole time and and help you uh, feel a lot better yeah. but what i also read and this was in uh, bbc news they said that the cost of dogs has doubled since lockdown mm -hmm. the the cost of a purebred dog has gone from like three thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars since lockdown mm -hmm. because the demand has been so great i mean people have really wanted dogs they've 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 recognized the need they have recognized that dogs are going to help with their depression their anxiety and they really want them so of course when you have that happen when you have people have this high demand they're going to be scammers out there of course you know yeah. who are going to try to scam you and get money off and you know we've experienced experienced it on some you know smaller level i was looking for a dog and i kind of you know saw a couple of scammers out there too so you do have to be careful with that because they they are scamming people but just to think that the dog market has doubled like that just because people are feeling so isolated and depressed is amazing to me. But it's also amazing that people are recognizing their depression and anxiety and trying to do something about it that's not drug related. Right. You know, they're really trying to do something that's that's different, you know, that helps themselves, helps their family and even helps the animal out. And with that, we'll be black next week. Peace.